How deep into the holidays are you guys? So not, deep. Not very. I, <laughs> not very. Balls deep. I, uh, balls, balls deep. deep. <laughs> balls deep. Oh, no. My stockings are stuffed, baby. Oh, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm done shopping, pretty much. Uh, wow. I'm not My even tree close. has been up since before Thanksgiving, and it's just the waiting game now. No tree, no decorations, no gifts, nothing. I, uh, wow. yeah, I, yeah, I don't have a tree up because of my cats. Oh, I can't put the tree up because they will climb and they will knock it over. Are you um, sure about this? You've tested. Yes, I've tested this. <laughs> okay. I've also renounced my religion and, uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> no, I find it's it very hell. depressing. I don't have a Christmas tree up. It sucks. You can put, why don't the you Christmas get one of those mini trees? Yeah. Actually. I- why don't you get like 10 of those mini trees and just scatter them around the house? Yeah, go. that's not bad. The cats are still going to knock them over, but yeah, yeah, but they're small. I mean, they're the size of the cat. You're really worried about your cats knocking them over? You take here's what Didn't, you do. That did happen last year, right? Didn't the tree come down? <laughs> sure did. I do recall that a couple times. You could take a nail gun and then just drill that thing into the ground. That's not the bad. cat. Yeah, no, the no. cat? <laughs> Holy shit, Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's a little fucked <laughs> that's exactly up. where I was going. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not going to impale my cats, Adam. Um, <laughs> well, that's reassuring. <laughs> yeah. Now this new one though, man, like this, this girl is crazy. Like she will, uh, she's going out of control. She's going to eat the tree. I mean, that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm worried about her eating it. One time, like she was just chewing on a shoelace. There was like a loose shoelace that was hanging around. And, uh, I went to pull it out of her mouth and, like a foot worth of lace came out. Yeah, it was like it was like a magic yeah. trick. Ew. It was like yeah, David Copperfield. Ooh, that shit. Good, was... you got it when you did, man, because that's actually really bad. Yeah, yeah. they can die. Yeah. No, this cat's yeah. nuts, dude. Like, so you can't have like she needs to be in a padded cell at all times. <laughs> the tree is way too much of a leap. Plus, you're gonna put glass ornaments on it and shit. Yeah, that's the bad part. Yeah, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so bad if the tree knocked over. I don't really that that happens all the time. But when there's glass ornaments that shatter everywhere, right. and then you got the cats like eating the glass. Like, you don't want that. Yeah. No. Are you a real tree or a fake tree? Real tree person. Real tree. Real tree. Used to love getting real trees. Um, we made the transition maybe ten or twelve years ago to fake. I've then become a fake tree guy. I defend the fake trees. Uh, now I'm kind of team real again. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, the cleanup's just easier for the fake triers. Right. But it doesn't smell as good. Yeah, the smell is the thing I miss. Also, yeah. the the going and getting the tree is part of the fun, too. You get to go outside, Nico. Yeah. That's a thing. I mean, I guess, I mean, well, yeah, you don't necessarily need to go outside. Maybe you have your tree in your garage. We Yeah, we do. There you go. Yeah. I, I, I haven't I left grew the house in, in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in fake tree families. I never did the real, we never did the real tree thing. And uh, it sounds like something you'd say in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. like unpacking trauma. <laughs> I always well, just no. The only, here's tree. the thing: my 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 family and my grandparents, both of them, were so deep in the fake tree thing that the choice was not real tree or fake tree. It was which of our fake trees do we use this year? Because we had multiples. Oh no! Mm. Like, and so I have a fake tree at home here. Michaela's family always did the real tree thing, mm. which is pretty cool. I liked it. I'm into it, but it seems like a real pain in the ass that I'm not willing to do by myself. Right. Ooh. I do think there's something kind of manly, though, about, like, going to the nursery and picking Bringing up. a tree inside. Yeah, and carrying it on your back, you know. You t- we take a, we go we go out to this to the, the same place every time. We get our saw. We find the tree. We hack oh, that Oh, you sh- saw it down yourself. Yeah, we hack that shit down. Yeah. And, yeah. Put it on the roof. Then your neighbors scream at you every year. They go, stop cutting my fucking trees. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> we have to run the fuck out of there. <laughs> go. <laughs> the spotlight's on. No, yeah, that's a. Uh, that's, yeah, you got to do the real tree. At least I think you do. Last year, Michaela's uh, family, I think it was last year, maybe two years ago, they waited so long to get the tree. It was like a week and a half before Christmas. And there was like nothing left. And so all the choices were these small, sad looking, <laughs> shitty trees. Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown or, trees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or there was this one big tree, which is the one they took. And this thing was the chodiest of chode trees. It was like <laughs> 10 feet wide and like five feet tall. It was just, it was the widest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It looked hilarious. <laughs> just a fat fucking tree. It was so fucking wide, dude. I think maybe we should start doing like bonsai shit with trees. What? Like maybe we should like we should fucking like make like sculptures out of Christmas trees. <laughs> the the image that immediately came to my head are these <laughs> Christmas trees coming from the sky and digging into U.S. Tr- fucking ships in World War Two. Oh my oh, god! Oh, that, that's uh, <laughs> bonsai trees. That's kamikaze, Adam. That's oh, the word. You're yeah, you're thinking for. of the wrong thing. <laughs> I'm I'm talking about the art of uh, tree cutting. Uh, you're talking about the art of uh, committing suicide and uh, yes. killing Americans and world war ii bonsai is not that much different though it's a it's a death charge <laughs> oh okay yeah i guess they go bonsai <laughs> bonsai and then they run and they die uh, do they or is that just in racist cartoons from the <laughs> it's not from the newspapers it is the not that's what like, they what is did that? god damn it <laughs> nick you're japanese you know this your ancestors yeah, went i don't through think this. i've ever heard anybody <laughs> shout bonsai but i guess i've also Unless never had were anybody charge i mean i don't know like, <laughs> right Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. man. Um, anyway. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think Adam's the wrong one today on this one. I think, you, think you're going to take the bad take I'm not take the on wrong this. one. I know, <laughs> I know my World War II history shit. Uh, so, uh, happy holidays. Welcome to the, the podcast. Aaron Judge is a New York Yankee once again, everyone. Uh, so, Oh, boy. Happy Aaron Judge Day to me. Nine years, three hundred sixty million dollars. What does that have to do with you? 
Uh, it was just that's how I started my morning, and I've been on cloud nine ever since. Just having a good day, you know. Well, very happy. For Nico's it. been looking forward to this for a couple weeks now. I think I've been hearing him talk about it, or a week, or maybe. Uh, I, I try the last three years of my life. Christ, you have a lot of <laughs> no, but it's been in the news. Yeah, you've been talking about it, right? Sure, I mean, but it's been in the back of my head, just eating away at me. Like, what are we gonna fucking do when he his free agency is? What's are we gonna get him back? Or? Right. What's the thing you're you've been most excited for this year? All all of culture, Nico. Oh, the Jets doing well. Is it the Jets? Is it Avatar: The Way of Water? What is it? <sighs> I, it was definitely the reviews for Avatar: The Way of Water. <laughs> God, that was a fun time last night. That's what I hate about about Nico I'm thrilled, right now. By the way, I am so in. I'm so ecstatic. This, I've been looking forward to this actually. So, and so I think the tweet that you guys shared, yeah, was on point because it's like, "LOL, imagine betting against James Cameron." End tweet. Like that's all you need to say. Right. Totally. But this is how predictable Nico is. OK, Cause, so because I, I, I've been excited for this one for a while. But Nico, as we know, doesn't like the first Avatar at all. It's not that I don't but, like it at all. I, I find it kind of dull. Um, it did a weird thing to our culture. Sure. That movie. It did. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't think it it quite rises to the level of quality that its cultural impact would imply. But I'm not done here. So, But but my point is, is like it's not something you were all that excited for nor did I think you you cared so much about the prospect of James Cameron doing an avatar movie no I wanted him doing other things yeah but definitely I know for a fucking fact yeah. that when you go to see this movie and yeah. you come back on the next pod the words out of your mouth are gonna be like boys James Cameron's back hell yeah he's back baby <laughs> well, he's you, back it's, it's been fit like 13 years Adam I mean well, that's, and I'm like he didn't go anywhere he's just been working on the same he's been gone for 13 years he loves you love these these narratives of the the people coming M. Night's back Michael Bay is back I love a comeback even though those movies suck ambulance ambulance is here Michael Bay is back that movie is ass. Don't talk shit about ambulance because <laughs> it is going to appear on a list or two before that now. That movie's a fucking stinker. <laughs> wow, Dude, Bay is back. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a real comeback story for for all of America's premier auteurs. A comeback story. Yeah, James Cameron was fine. Uh, I mean, he almost Do drowned. Do you guys subscribe to the theory that snorkeling. James? Do you subscribe to the theory that James Cameron now only releases movies when there's a recession? Um, <laughs> oh wow! Is this part of his formula? That's a good. Oh, point. he's saving the American economy. Is that what's happening? It could be yeah. basically, yeah. Because like he, I think Titanic came out during a brief recession, uh-huh. and then Avatar, the 2009 housing crash, and sure. this year. Uh, so it's all under the guise of he wants to make a movie about environmentalism when really he's trying to save the economy. Mm. Uh, I mean, listen. The dude is also going to fucking save movies is the thing that (laughs) excites me. (laughs) Like our savior is finally here. Uh, Many have tried. Nolan tried. Kevin Feige tried. Jordan Peele tried all these and they made valiant efforts. But I would argue that Ryan Johnson's the true. No, uh, Ryan Johnson's a fucking sellout, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. No, Ryan Johnson you, took the money and ran. Took that Netflix I'm hoping money Netflix and ran. learns something from this. There have been th- that's what I'm th- hoping. Well, there have been three stepping stones, in my opinion, and I think Avatar is going to be that final stepping stone into the savior of cinema because I think it starts with Dune, and then it goes. I knew you were going to say Dune. I knew it. it. But, but that, yeah, but no, but see, you can't even no, no, fucking no, 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 say stop. that. It, it hit HBO Max the same night. 
but it's but it was the first movie to make people go like, oh wait, the the theaters can still do something. It did okay. No, I mean, did, no, no, no. But in the time of the pandemic, it was a movie that reminded people of wait a second, the theaters are still alive. That's the first one though. The second one for me was Top Gun, which really Tom Cruise people, literally saved yes. cinema. Yeah. And then finally, it's it. I I, I imagine uh, 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 Avatar kind of seals the deal. It's like okay, movies aren't going anywhere, right? So we so got those Denis, the, Cru- Denis Cruz yeah, and Cameron. Yeah, you have to judge Dune in. on the perspective of the time in which it came out, with the pandemic still kind of being this cloud over everything. Right. Y'all see that new Dune trailer? <laughs> there's a new Dune trailer. No, there's not. Yeah, wasn't there? No. Or a teaser? Was it a teaser? There was a teaser. I don't know, I've seen like images floating around and shit. I no. think Adam has automatic alerts set up anytime the word Dune is spoken. It's kind of like in... Uh, right. There were like teasers floating around, dude. There's been some shit. I haven't seen anything. It's it's kind of like how... <laughs> oh, in, wow, in, really? In, oh, I gotta look at this right now. In Glass Onion, <laughs> Dave Bautista has a has a Google alert for the, the word movie. Movie? <laughs> <laughs> so every time... Maybe it's, just, maybe it's just images I was seeing. I did see an image of Timmy uh, Timmy on the set of Dune. Can we not do this right now? Why don't you? <sighs> Fine. We'll wait. Can we do this later, God, please? You're so lame. Can Fine. we not? Just get Fine. on the screen. Florence Pugh looks really hot in the new one. Yeah, she does. What about Austin Butler? Austin Butler doesn't look hot in the new I, one. He looks super hot, too. Come on. Come on. That's a good looking guy. He is. <laughs> um, Elvis, a movie that almost uh, destroyed cinema, but I think, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> We made it out the other side unscathed, but uh, we'll never forget that atrocity. Atrocity. I, I hated that movie. You hate <laughs> I don't hate it, but I just yeah. uh, I didn't care for it. Yeah, very it's much. A, it's a Baz film. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, that's movies these days. Yeah. You you enjoyed Glass Onion, Nick? The two of us saw it. I know in theaters. Um, I loved it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. We're trying to keep the uh, the art form alive and well. We, we believe in seeing things on the big screen. Somebody just needs to give Ryan Johnson like $4 billion. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Netflix gave him a lot. And they're like, hey, we're going to put your movie out for a week in like five theaters. And then we're going to put it on Netflix a month later for some godforsaken yeah. reason. <laughs> what if yeah. they like change the ending, though? Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, like Clue. Yeah. What if they do that? And that's why they're doing it a month later. Just so that people's collective memories will. Yeah. Do an alternate ending. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so it's uh, it's good. It's good. Pretty fucking sick. I liked it. I had fun with it. It's good. Uh, there are parts of it that annoy me a lot. Oh fuck off! It's a very annoying movie. Oh fuck! If you're off. easily annoyed, it's he didn't just like irritating. he didn't like all the cameos. There's a lot of cameos. That's what he didn't like. Oh, I see. There's a scene where what's the name of? I'm just gonna spoil this part because it's not really a spoiler. But uh, Daniel Craig's character Blanc is that his name? Uh, yeah, Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc is in the bathtub. It's COVID. The, the COVID stuff's so annoying too in the first time. I thought that was funny as shit. Oh, dude. it's so annoying. So like Daniel Craig has like been <laughs> trapped in a in his apartment with his is it his lover or his like caretaker or friend? Played by Hugh know. Grant. Who yeah, also is whatever. annoying cameo. Uh but like he's like in the bathtub and he's he's playing uh he's playing chess with like Angela Lansbury. In the bathtub? Yeah. Ooh. Kareem Abdul Jabbar, Natasha Leone. <laughs> And was it Stephen Sondheim? Yeah, whatever. It's like, what, why, I don't, why is that distracting? What, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> why is that distracting? What's distracting about that? 
It's like a Matt Damon cameo in the fucking Thor movies. It's it, it was yes, it was that yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. It was that. It was that level. <laughs> Ethan Hawke shows up for like what? five seconds. Oh, okay. Everyone wants to work with Ryan Johnson. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in there too. Did you see uh, what he was credited as on IMDb, Nick? No, I did not. The hourly bong. What? <laughs> it just been his character from Brick? You're telling me the clock that dings every hour was Joseph Gordon-Levitt's voice? That's correct, yes. Oh. <laughs> right. Uh, just just an irritating just irritating details. I thought that the bones of, the, of it were pretty good, though. Like a great I house no pr- that had good I, bones. I have no problem with all of these people just wanting to work with Ryan Johnson, and he's just, like, throwing them in random places. I have no problem with that, because the movie is silly. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, how you can be distracted by a movie that is or how you can be upset that you're being distracted by a movie that's intentionally trying to distract you. I'm very sensitive to cameos these yes. days. No, but it's, it's the movie's trying to distract you. So you miss important details. Um, OK. It's like it's trying to make you like parse out things because part of the whole joke of the movie is that everything's so obvious that it's not obvious. Right. Uh. OK. Fair. It just gave me Imagine Video vibes. Oh, it was not that. It cringe. just yeah, that's what I thought of. That's the first thing I thought of. I didn't think about Agatha Christie. There's like, no I Gal didn't Gadot think about there. Sherlock Holmes. I didn't think about it. I thought about Imagine Video. That's the first thing I thought of. Yikes. <laughs> There's a lot of cameos. Other than that, very funny, fun, smart movie. All right, well, I gotta wait a while to see it. Yeah, I, I miss that shit. Yeah, because yeah, the release schedule's fucking stupid. It's coming to Netflix where yeah. you won't be able to find it after a week because oh it'll be buried in the algorithm. Fucking hell. Yeah. Maybe I'll find a version online somewhere that some asshole pirated. I don't know. Yeah. I was doing that with a lot of movies lately because I've been watching a fuck ton of movies. Yeah. Uh, Adam and I are going to do our end of the year movie podcast very soon, so mm. be on the lookout for that. But uh might be an all-time record number of movies watched between the two of us. Probably. Between the two of us? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I will. think so. Give, give me... um. A few uh, few Oscar-worthy films that you think I should watch, too, coming up. Uh, that you, well, you just, ones that you will like or not like or both? <laughs> just the ones that you're going to want me to know about. Uh, you're going to have to watch Everything Everywhere all at once, I think. Really? Yeah, I think that's on my list already. Do you think that's going to get nominated for I, a bunch of shit? I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're probably going to have to see Tar. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. You're probably going to have to see Banshees of Inishirin. Uh, and you're definitely gonna have to see the Fablemans. Yes, and the Fablemans. See the Fablemans is... just because it's not doing so well. Yeah, help help Spielie out there. Yeah, last I mean, two movies. It's just... That guy needs all the help he can get these days. Bad economy and all. Bad economy, not appreciated by any critics. Cough, cough. What was the third one after Tar? Uh, uh Banshees of Inisherin. Banshees of Inisherin. Nick yeah. will love that. Movie. Oh, you're gonna love that. Oh my movie. god, that's such a Nick movie. Nick, it's kind of the story of you and I's friendship. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Which one is you? Which one's Nick? I, I'll let you. I'll let you fill in the <laughs> I blanks actually there. Don't know. I call the banshee. <laughs> oh, nice. I call being the banshee. Yeah, kind of, kind of a movie just about a couple guys, you know, going through it. Uh, you know what I'm rooting for? I don't think it's the best movie of the year, but I, I am truly rooting for Cruz to just win everything that is officially what i am rooting for what's if, i mean if Maybe. top gun won best picture it's gonna I would, get a nomination probably best i but it, get best picture no, best no i i want it to win on on principle <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Do you, know, you know what i mean like not because it is the best picture but because 
it's uh, the direction I want cinema to go. I feel the same way. It might get, it might get it'll probably get a best director nomination. I you know That'd be sick. He could get a best actor. It's one of his best performances in a long time. Oh my god! I la- if he I, wins. If he fucking wins, can you imagine the speech? <laughs> It'd be a good speech. Can you imagine? He comes parasailing in. <laughs> I was going to say, he flies in in a jet. Does he Mach think his... 10. Oh, could you imagine? Thanks for coming to the movies. I mean, if it's anything like the intro that we got to Top Gun Maverick in the theater. Yep. Oh, my God. It's going to be the greatest thing of all time. Do you think he thanks Scientology? Uh, yeah, he might He might shout out his boy, Miss Cabbage. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Primus. Does he thanks, still Dave. do publicly <laughs> the, the Scientology stuff? Yeah, um, I think so. Publicly. I don't know. That's a good question. He seems I, I, well. I don't know if it was ever that public, but I think I don't know. To be honest, with you, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know his marriage ended because of it. Didn't hmm. a few marriages end because of it? Yeah. Uh, I I'm not. Idea. Yeah, I don't have an answer for you. I'm not sure if he's really backed off or not. But it. I would advise him to do that sooner rather than later because I feel like <laughs> any day now, the the hammer is going to drop on that shit. Yeah. You know. Definitely. Like that's the one area of cancel culture that we haven't we've only scratched the surface of, you know? It's either that or the entire thing is just like a hoax meant to like bring interest to these people. Oh. I think there's some skeletons and some clubs. You think no, there's some creepy shit going on? I think so. That shit's fucked up. Scientology freaks me out. And I don't know nearly enough about it. Travolta's gonna be careful. Fucking Lizzie Moss has to be careful. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm Lizzie, just saying. Lizzie Moss. Oh yeah, Elizabeth Moss, a high-profile Scientologist. I don't really like Elizabeth Moss. Uh, I love her. Besides the whole Scientology part. Yeah. Love me some Peggy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is not a podcast about Scientology. It's a podcast it about Christmas. <laughs> It's fucking Christmas morning. Uh, we're doing a movie called Anna and the Apocalypse today. Mm. Anna and the Apocalypse, a British zombie. Scottish. Oh, well, all right, I already messed it up. <laughs> a, a Scottish Japanese. Z- <laughs> wow. <laughs> Zombie musical <laughs> Christmas film. Did I get everything? I think it did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you might uh, be thinking to yourself, wow, a, a zombie musical? Those surely haven't happened before. And you'd be wrong. First zombie musical all the way back in 1964. What? A movie by the name of The Incredibly Strange Creatures Who Stopped Living and Became Mixed Up Zombies. <laughs> That's the title of the movie. <laughs> we gotta do who that stopped shit. living? That's a great title. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah I, I much prefer stopped living to dead. <laughs> I much prefer stopped, stopped living. It's a euphemism. Right? It just felt like... St- I just gave up on the whole living thing. It's like I got into a ca- car accident and I stopped living. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do yesterday? Well, I stopped living. Yeah. Uh, Yikes. So there, yeah, it's a big, I guess, mystery science theater three thousand movie. Um, mm. I don't, I don't know how many prints of it are still in circulation, but I happen to have a thirty-five millimeter print. Oh, awesome! I do. We can watch this. We can do a screening yeah. sometime. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, it's out there. It's a zombie <laughs> musical, and it would be, I believe, the first. 
how many more are there? Uh, not a ton. Okay. There, there was a Disney Channel one in in 2018 called Zombies, and it's it's I think you know it's a Disney Channel original in the vein of High School Musical with I guess zombies that go to high school and don't fit in with the cool kids. Oh, oh, yeah. Are you a fan? I know you're a big fan of zombie movies, Adam. I love obviously. zombie movies. Uh, are you a fan of of like the sort of the anti-zombie zombie movies, the kind of comedies, uh, genre blending. Yeah. Like warm bodies. I never saw warm bodies. I guess if you want to consider, I mean, well, my favorite, you know, quote unquote, anti-zombie movies are still good zombie movies is the thing. Like, you know, I, I sort of consider 28 days later in some respects to be an anti-zombie movie, but that's a really good zombie movie. Mm. And then like Shaun of the dead or, uh, zombie land for is another uh, fine one. Right. Um, so yeah, I would say generally speaking, when they know what they're doing. But you don't really care uh, about like the rules of zombies. Like you don't care. You're not a purist when it uh, comes yeah, to zombies. You don't. You don't. If you don't. You don't have to shoot them in the head. You don't. You don't. They don't need to. If hell, if if they bite you and you don't turn into a zombie, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I like, no, I like some. I like some consistency in the movie itself. Yes, I did. Yeah, the movie has to establish its own rules, which is fine. But whatever those are, like fine by me. It's not. I'm not really that precious about it because there there are quite a few variations on what the zombie is when the last of us comes out that's a very weird unique zombie so you know whatever yeah i mean even like romero he was breaking rules as the series went along Mm -hmm. like day of the dead all of a sudden the zombie's talking land of the dead yeah (laughs) so (laughs) don't even get me started you know uh yeah i i I think like yeah i'm cool i i like the genre because you know like vampire movies um like slasher movies they're very malleable and you can put a lot of uh, you know, thematic resonance on the zombie. You can put whatever sort of metaphor you want into that dead thing because literally it is a dead thing. It is as malleable as a as an on-screen item gets. But they usually work very, very well as mirrors. One of the things I love so much about them is how they sort of represent society and people in a very interesting way, uh, whether it's mm-hmm. through the the great the greater population, like in Dawn of the Dead, or the weird dweebs in the supermarket, like in Shaun of the Dead, for example. But right. they, they're very good at reflecting, as George Romero likes to say, the blue-collar nature of humanity, just in a horror movie version. Right. Uh, so they're awesome. I love zombies. How can you not love zombies? Yeah. Yeah, they can manage to be both like a character or a setting, like yeah. in this movie, I would argue more of like a setting, just kind of a backdrop of, hey, there's zombies. But at the same time, you know, there's like zombies, and then there's like zombie, like a character in the movie turns into a zombie, and you're now facing off against them directly, and it, yeah. um, there's a lot of tension that could be created with that too, so I don't yeah. know. I think, it's, like you said, very malleable. Yeah, I mean, and again, you have zombie comedies like Shaun of the Dead um, mm-hmm. and Zombieland. You have bleak ass shit like The Walking Dead, which just like not have any fun with the source material at all. Nope. Um, <laughs> not to say it's a bleak subject matter. It doesn't necessarily mean you need to have fun with it all the time. I mean, George Romero didn't always have fun with it. That's for sure. He does in one of them. Right. Which is a great movie. But I think those, those other two are quite good as well. So yes. One of them in particular is really fantastic. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. That, that's the other thing. Like, tonally, there's a billion things you can do with it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the fascinating thing for me is that I haven't seen many zombie movies for me personally that didn't work. They're mostly good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I even like this one. I actually really liked this one. Oh. I, uh, I, I oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Interesting. I didn't, I didn't think, um, that it it really held up to its its uh its inspirations. Mm. 
No. It it obviously owes a lot to Edgar Wright and Shaun yes. of the Dead. Oh my god. Owes a lot. I mean the sequence of her dancing down the street, walking to school as the zombie apocalypse happens behind her is like straight out of straight the first of act of Shaun of the Dead. It's just ripping it off. That's one of my bigger frustrations with the film. Right. Yeah, I despise the movie. Uh, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> I really hated this movie. I think there's some background <laughs> to this movie that I did a lot of research. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you... I'm assuming Nico I, probably did some too. Uh, I'm aware of the story, but go ahead, tell it. Yeah, Um, which which made me hate it a little bit less, understanding what this movie is more, yes. uh, which is ultimately, in a lot of ways, this movie is kind of just a... Uh, some people saying goodbye to a friend who died too young. Honestly, Adam. Yeah, it's a really sad um, thing. Mm-hmm. Ryan McHenry mm-hmm. uh, died in twenty seventeen or at twenty seven in twenty fifteen from cancer. Young right. sort of uh, young director kind of guy. He's uh, he he acted a little bit. He he was he was kind of moving around, making making some movies, and uh, he made a short film in twenty eleven called Zombie Musical. Yes, I know. It's like is. a seventeen minute video. Uh, I watched it, by the way. Did you? Watch I did it? as well. Yeah, it's on YouTube, um, and it got nominated for a BAFTA. Like it, it, it uh, sort of catapulted his his young budding career. Um, and this movie is really just that, with the Christmas thing added on. Yes, mm-hmm. and longer, <laughs> and honestly, a little bit worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I like the short better too. That's because, very well, funny. Because the short knows how long it should be. Yeah. I, and and the crazy thing is this is a 90 minute movie. It's not really a long movie. So no, like, yeah, it's not, you know, offensive or anything, but I almost no. find myself wishing it was like a little bit longer because it tries to be so many different movies, right? It's a coming of age movie. It's a zombie movie. It's a musical. And it's supposed to be about Christmas. Right. They're just throwing things out the wall. Like, how do we make this funnier? What other genre well, that, do we throw in there? Coming right. of age. And then, uh, yeah. and then it's 90 minutes. And then it's also, we have Ryan McHenry, but then it's also co-written by his uh, friend who I, I don't know if I wrote his name down. But I think they did the short together. So the yeah. short does and well. When the they also hired a director. Well, they had to. So McHenry right. was going to direct the feature length version of it. Died during pre-production of Cancer, a very young, uh, and so they had to bring in this new guy. And uh, according to the the new director, apparently the script was really dark when he got his hands on it, just because that's what these guys were feeling when they were writing it. Um, and yeah, so it, it's 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 <laughs> that's crazy though because the director. Is the one who had the horror experience was my understanding. Um, I'm not really sure what they had done before. I thought- my, my understanding was that the director had the horror experience okay. and the friend who was still alive uh, was the one who was uh, really into musicals and like high school, like that kind of stuff. Right. Oh, I see. Uh, so it's clearly a passion project. Yes. Clearly. Uh, and, it, and it meant a lot to the, the people that made it. And it's an indie movie. I mean, it had a decent sized budget uh, because the short did well. But, um, you know, it, it's not a multi-million dollar blockbuster. And so, you know, you can feel the passion behind it. And that's kind of the thing that I liked about it most. It had a real, like, garage band quality to it. Um, the short... Well, they take the scene, the scene as, as I mentioned, of, of her walking down the street... Is the opening of the short And it's a good like what maybe seven or eight minutes Of the short is devoted just to that Scene and the flash mob that That uh, that joins her In the musical number right and 
you it's know, pretty watching, much a lot. It's pretty much a YouTube video with some plot afterwards. Yeah, there's a little That's bit of plot really afterwards. It it's funny. The evil teacher that ascends to become principal is actually in the short as well. Mm. And I think he's like a gym teacher, right? Or something. I don't know if it's explicitly uh, stated. You mean the, the same character? I don't know if Not it's the, the same, same character. No, just or the do same. You mean the same part? I mean the same beats of that. Yes, of that yes, character yes. Or, or in the short. Um, yes. And it felt in the context of the short a lot more like a parody of musicals. Whereas in the context of the movie, because they spend so much time doing character work at the beginning, it never quite feels like a comment on anything. It kind of just. You know, feels like a musical for the sake of being a musical. Sometimes feels like a zombie film for the sake of a zombie film. Right. Yeah, because yeah. well, the, the zombie elements and the Christmas elements that's and the musical elements kind of invade this coming of age story. Um, yes, and I that's think, a good way of putting it. Because that's ultimately what it is, is right. more than anything. And I kind of feel like if they, if they just spared us the details in the first 20 minutes of the movie if they didn't spend so much time establishing the relationships and the love triangles and the aspirational teachers and the dad that's a janitor if they just skipped all that shit this would feel a lot more like uh focused and uh more hard-edged which is how i felt about the um about the short it's like oh this is simply a comedy oh yeah you know, this is right. simply a parody of all of the genres that it's playing around with. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, I think like we've said in, in so many ways, like I'm not really sure why it's a musical. I'm not sure why it's yeah. any of these things. I was no, I was very there's frustrated. No, there's no Christmas in this movie. No, well, but well, there's Chris. I don't know. The, well, but there's but, as much Christmas as in Die Hard. You know? yeah, yeah, no, but <laughs> okay, Die Hard sure. way more of a Christmas movie than this. Like, like a lot of like the, the a lot of the thematic stuff didn't even seem to make sense for me. It's like all those elements sort of need to be interwoven together, and they need to service one another to make sense and justify their existence. Every single element from the uh, coming of age story, the zombie movie, the musical, and the Christmas movie are all to me quite disparate from one another they they're they're their own thing and they're just there for the sake of being there which you know that's frustrating to me all on its own but can it get those things right and i hate to say i don't think it got any single one of those things right or or done particularly well at all i actually thought all of them were quite bad you know if we're talking about just the musical side of things i mean these numbers to me were like you know driving screwdrivers into my ears yeah the music's not good music sucks there is a couple that that were okay it's bad though i mean like bad 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 i mean i and the and and then it's okay the music sucks is the dance choreography good no (laughs) no it's not it's like okay fine what what about the christmas stuff you forget you you forget that it's even there and then we're talking about the um the zombie stuff which is like the thing that maybe i was most excited for but even the zombie stuff, I'm like, the most creative thing you can do with a zombie, they don't do anything. They don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I did make the note that, because, I mean, for anybody who's ever seen a musical, all right, I want you to just picture the musical and picture how much time passes before the second song is over. All right. Two songs into this movie go by before we even see a zombie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's a 90-minute movie. So, like, that's a, a very significant chunk of this film is not zombies it like, is the biggest multiple, multiple movie i think multiple days go by of a regular high school kid's life yes and even when the i zombies, mean it's but, but even when the zombies show up there's not really that much zombie stuff in it and the best yeah, they ever yeah. do is just like you know like club him in the head with a candy cane that's the best they can really do well, but and i made the note here that this is like part of what zombie land did so well obviously is that you're when you start zombie land you're in it 
You're yeah. just in. It's a theme park ride, just, you know, intentionally so. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and that's the best thing you can do. I honestly, I feel like so few zombie movies do that. I feel like so many zombie movies try to focus on like when it first breaks out. And Zombieland is like, you don't care about that. You've seen that a million times. Sure. You're in well, it. it's one of the things that Walking Dead does well, and it's one of the things that 28 Days Later does yeah, well. Yeah, sure. And I think, yeah, yeah. And, and it's possible that they learn from some of the mistakes of the earlier movies too. I mean, I love when Romero does the the breakdown at the beginning of of uh, Dawn of the Dead, but um, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I I I don't care about these characters at all. I no, mean, it's me it's like starting a Friday the Thirteenth movie without a kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's like that's not what we're here for. No, uh, and even if you want to give us a teaser, even if you want to give us just you know five minutes of a of a random civilian's death, and then get us into the high school stuff, at least it'll hold us over for a little while. Here's a good example. Right. You ever tra- seen the Train to Busan? Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, we did see it. So yeah, that, that movie fucking rules. Nick, you'd love that. Oh movie. my god, Train to that's been on my list for this show. So if we're not going to do it for the show, I, I will go ahead and just watch it. But it's sick. So that's a movie that does take a little bit for the zombie stuff to get going. But one of the things it does so brilliantly at the beginning of the movie is give you just at, at the very least, like if we're gonna tease the zombies, the image we have to give you is gonna be like the most unnerving thing imaginable. So what I guess I can spoil it for you a little bit, Nick. Do you want me to say this? Go for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the opening of the movie has a deer getting hit by a car and you know, and the car just keeps driving by and it seems like, yeah, you know, deers get hit by cars all the time. Then the camera pans over to the deer and we just hold on the deer for like a couple seconds. And then all of a sudden it starts twitching a little bit more, a little bit more. And then this bloody reanimated deer just gets up and starts walking around and then we cut to the main story and it's fucking oh, dope it is the that's best like, that's honestly more effective <laughs> yeah than it's most, really good uh, most of the time when they show people yeah yeah well yeah. that movie has a lot of stuff sprinkled in but that's oh an God. exercise in tension building yes you know what i mean like this is the, uh, um you know the, there's that scene in busan when they first get on the train and you see as they drive away, just some sort of chaos happening yeah. on the train platform. <laughs> a little detail. And yeah. you're not exactly sure what it is, but like the characters kind of just glimpse it and think that's odd. They kind of check it as odd, but they don't think anything more of it. Um, whereas, you know, and in the apocalypse, it's, it's it is a schlocky horror movie. It is. It, it is purposely schlocky. And here's well, here's the thing, too, is that they they don't really there is one tiny little hint at the beginning where she turns off the radio. It's like the it sounds like the, the it's a pandemic now and it's causing people to. And then they right. shut off the radio. They're like, but, we don't want to hear that. But you but you barely hear it. And the other issue yeah. I have is that like like 20 minutes of just coming of age teen shit just goes on. And then we get into the all of a sudden zombies are here. And it's just like, God, what a waste of time that first 20 minutes was. Mm. Yeah. 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 You're not I, wrong. And yeah. I think we all agree that was certainly the biggest problem. Yeah. yeah. Get to the fucking killing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also found it um, a little weird that this movie is titled Anna and the Apocalypse and that Anna is sort of our main character. Because to be honest with you, it doesn't feel like anyone's a main character. Mm. Yeah, I don't uh, care about any of these people right. is yeah. the kind of the problem. Well, and here. it's also like Anna specifically, like everybody treats her like she's some leader. She does not exhibit any qualities that would imply she is a leader. No, it's, it's not really much of an arc. Her whole thing at the beginning <laughs> is that anytime anyone brings up the fact that she had a mom that died, she gets pissed she just, off. She just hates you. 
Yeah, she just storms. Like, if you say the uh, word mom in her presence, she gets pissed. I'm sick to death of of these kids and their parents dying. Yeah. This is the second week in a row we're having, like, parents dying and shit like that. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's these every Christmas fucking movies. Disney film, Adam. Every like, Disney movie. This is supposed to be a Christmas movie. The parents are always dying in these Christmas movies. Right. I mean, God's it's, just, yeah. it's a staple of the season. Even the That's asshole not- boyfriend, which the movie expects you to, to, to like at a certain point, which was really baffling. Yeah. Uh, even that his guy, by the way, that actor was Sam Weber. Is that his name? I'm not sure, but who is he's he? probably the most famous person in this movie. Who who is he? He was in. Uh, I mean, he was in The Witcher. Okay. Oh, okay. Show. He's been in a few things. Uh, he's never been a big character in anything, but he's been in quite a few things. I know the guy that played the principal. What's the character's name? Savage. The, uh, the new principal, right? The, the villain. Yeah, he played Thoros of Mir in Game of Thrones. Oh, right, right, okay. Yeah, so that that was the, uh, Paul K is the guy's name. Uh, other than that, it's a bunch of kind of like day players. And I think uh, the main actress is now on Dickinson on that show, yeah. Dickinson. That's, that sounds correct. Which is one of those shows I uh, will never watch. <laughs> Why? You know, it's just like. It's just not your thing. I'll just never, like maybe one day I'll like become a Dickinson guy. Like, say, you're not a, not a Dickinson fan? I don't know. What do you got it just, I, yeah, I just it's, don't it's see that like, version of myself. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, can't I know what you mean because it's not even like you're saying that you think it's going to be bad. It's just so not something you'll ever it's it's so outside of your venn diagram of yeah <laughs> i'm sure it's quite good it's not like you're gonna become a fan of any one of those types of things after you see it yeah like <laughs> i i think that about the crown i know people love the crown you both of you guys love the crown don't you i like the crown yeah it's fine the crown's pretty sick yeah you guys are both crown good. heads i'm not a crown I, intended, <laughs> but but that's how i felt about the crown until i started watching it and i was like oh okay this is like i'll be honest with you it's not what i thought it was gonna be yeah no it's good I, i'm sure it's great I hear it's great. I'm it's, positive it's, it's great. It's not Downton Abbey, dude. I'm positive it's great. I'm sure Downton Abbey's great. Yeah, Downton Abbey's fine. There's just never going to be a Thursday night at 11 o'clock where I choose to watch The Crown. You say that at 27, but... I'm just not going to pass on another rewatch of Rounders to watch The Crown. It's just not... It's never going to happen. Mika, when you turn 68, you're going to be... Uh, craving some crown Yeah <laughs> You're gonna be craving it bro Oh by euphemism? the way For something Yeah <laughs> I know what's that it's, ooh, Craving it's some crown craving Don't wanna crown. Don't wanna dig into that one <laughs> Let's not tear you that one <laughs> You know what I'm doing By the way next year This is my New Year's resolution Oh go ahead New Year's resolution I'm only gonna watch Like TV shows From the 60s and 70s Okay <laughs> You're fucking full of shit The yeah. 60s and- I'm gonna catch up On all the TV history I've missed <laughs> Bullshit. I'm catching up. You you finished with uh uh what what's the uh what's the that's that fucking show with John Forsyth uh, uh, Bachelor uh, Dad or something like that? Uh, what's that called? Again? I don't know what Bachelor Dad is. Uh, another season of oh, Slow God. Horses is gonna come out, and you're gonna give oh, up on that. Fuck Slow Horses. Slow Horses. Back, like tomorrow, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow you're not Horses gonna fucking, fucking back. Everyone loves Slow Horses. They're gonna Horses, have a new season. It's so Andor. great, Adam. It, it is so be, breezy. It looks like my thing. So it's so and, good. Andor season two is gonna come out. Haven't and seen a second be, of it. Uh, so, Adam, Slow Horses. Uh, if you want just like the tone of it, it's very much like Twenty One Jump Street in oh, England. Okay. That's kind of the vibe. No, it's a little more. Yeah, it's, it's a, a little, little more, more buttoned up than that. Yeah, sure. But it's it's to give somebody the right kind of like thing going into it. It's yeah. it's 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 a lot more silly than you'd expect. Okay. No, it's Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. If like they didn't know what they were doing, if it was Twenty One Jump Street. 
Uh, sure. If they had the intelligence of the characters in Twenty One Jump Street, right? Oh, that's fine. yeah, yeah. It's about it's, like no, loser a, spies. So I'd imagine a lot of things go fuck up. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's, it's and a Gary Oldman is just hammered the whole time. <laughs> I love a good. Just well, he's insulting. the only competent one. Hammered, but that's yeah, the but, thing, he's, right? but he's hammered and he's farting and he's yelling at people. That's like the whole show. He's wow. he's the only competent guy, but he's like pissed off the wrong people. So now he has to babysit a bunch of idiots, and so oh. and he's been doing this for like twenty years. So he's just a drunk. It's so fucking good. You know what the British do right the that everyone else gets wrong? Because like in America, like we take like five years to do one season of Barry. Uh, they just pump out these shows. Yeah. Like they just have old men. They just like they, they put old men up in a hotel for like three months and they're like, we're just going to bang out three seasons of Slow Horses. They literally the had season two filmed by the time season one aired. I know. It's the best. It's the best. Well, and the thing is like they know British, the British TV world is so small that they know all of the players. They know who they're working with and mm. they know it's going to be a fucking hit. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no questions. There's no like, ah, we got to see how it does first, like before we sign on again. It's like, nah, this shit's going to fucking yeah. rock also, the world. And also we're fucking British, you know, like who yeah. cares if it bombs, you know, like, <laughs> the stakes are so low over here. Yeah. My, my, that's parents, true too. Like, my parents just watched a show on Netflix called uh, Inside Man. With like wow. David Tennant and and uh, I think Tucci. Stanley yeah Stanley Tucci, Tucci did it and it's just like yeah I mean like we, we they just make a hundred of those shows a year no but they know that they're always gonna do well because it has David Tennant's name on it yeah like, or maybe it won't but I don't know some old guy will watch it eventually they just make anything though but they, one of the things that I find so fascinating about them is how quickly they are to cancel shows too like a lot of people forget like the original Office is like two or three seasons or something like that yeah they 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 don't really I don't know yeah, why but don't that you is. think that's think how long could, it should have been yeah, yeah totally no, exactly. yes you know that's what I mean like that's they just that's do correct. it until they're like, eh, I guess we're done. I guess we're done. Yeah, you know what? That's it. That's the other problem in the U.S. They that's don't know when to stop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll look at The Walking Dead. Totally. <laughs> yeah. No, just on to the next one. Let's go. Move it along. They brought Rick back, by the way. <sighs> I don't want to go through that. Did you watch it? No, but I I mean, I, I've read the Wikipedia pages. Uh-huh. I know what's happening. Okay. <laughs> Is that how you keep up with The Walking Dead? Of course. Because you never you're know. Like, you're, you're like, I don't want to watch it, but I know I want this information still. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> well, you need to have the conversation at the bar with someone about the Walking Dead. No, I just dead. need to know what's going on. Nico, you don't need to be that plugged in. You can say fuck the Walking Dead. <laughs> He's it's like, well, what like if I get asked thing. a trivia question? What if I get asked right. a trivia? What sh- season Rick came back? I need no, to know. It's kind of like if you if you go through like a bad breakup. I mean, you're still gonna like stalk the person on Instagram for a couple weeks. You've what? Broken up. <laughs> No, you're just gonna keep tabs. You're gonna ask your friends, "Hey, what's she up to?" She with new I guy. block them, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's this the healthy a- thing to do, and the healthy thing to do would be to forget about The Walking Dead ever yeah, but that, ever but- existed. But no, I'm gonna keep an eye on things. No bad breakup. That that what you just described happens when you still have feelings for that person. You still you don't have feelings for The Walking Dead. I mean, well. Dude, I haven't thought about that show since season three. <laughs> season three. It's more It's more morbid curiosity, you know? There's only one thing about that show I remember, and it's that all the fake blood with barbecue sauce. That's all I don't know. It's also CGI half the time. Hated yeah. that shit. Uh, show sucks. Yeah, man, I hung on to that show for a long ass time. Rick's coming back to do a miniseries. Oh, man. Yeah, how long has the apocalypse, the zombie apocalypse been going on? Because, like, here's the thing, right? I've, I've thought about yeah. this before. If a zombie thing happened for real, it mm. wouldn't last nearly as long as that show. Um, the why? bodies would decay. You would have. There's a point where you would run out of new bodies because everybody would either be dead or know how to survive. 
and uh, yeah, the bodies okay. would decay to the point that they just can't move. Uh, that's true. I, I know they've done, like, studies also of, like, population density in these areas to see if there's actually that many people. Mm. And I don't, I don't think that the numbers There's no up. way, right? Like, mm. there's no way there's enough bodies for, in my opinion, zombie apocalypse breaks out. It doesn't last longer than, like, two years. How would y'all do in a zombie apocalypse? I'd be okay. I don't know. I would be totally fine. Yeah, I'd be okay. That is, I think that's what everybody would like to say, but depends I, I can't. Depends on the zombies. Depend- I can't confidently say that. Depends Yeah, it on depends. Like, are they smart and aggressive and fast? I am of the opinion that if the 28 Days Later zombie apocalypse happens, everybody's fucked. Oh, well, yeah. Every, I got no shot there. Everybody's I got no shot. May- fast maybe. That, maybe that one's if you live on a military me. base. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. There maybe is a fast a zombie in the Annie and the Apocalypse short. And they explain it by showing a picture of him on the track team. Mm. He was actually a track star. <laughs> That's funny. And now when he becomes a zombie. <laughs> yeah, the short has some good shit in there. I'm not sure like the movie has any of that clever stuff. No. No, no. It, it felt like a movie that was fe- felt like it was being done almost at, like you said, it's a passion project, but it felt like that, like done out of obligation, like they were just trying to finish a movie. It's not, it's not that it's like the worst thing I've ever seen. Like the technical elements are ki- kind of fine. Mm. There's nothing all that impressive about it. And, the, and the, the more frustrating thing is, is that when it does get, you know, technically impressive, it just kind of calls back to Edgar Wright with the amount of fucking swish yeah. pans that they do. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so out of Shaun of the Dead. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Ryan McHenry a little bit more. Go ahead. Because I am fairly certain uh, that I actually used to be subscribed to him on YouTube. Oh. Back in the day before oh, he passed like away. I thought you like knew him and that would have been no, 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 crazy. No, because no, um, I also rewatched his short film Toast. Okay. And I'm fairly certain I've seen it before. What is Toast about? Uh, it's about a guy who wins a uh, <laughs> he wins on a radio contest a um, hundred slices of toast every day for a year, and these people <laughs> just keep delivering toast to his house, that's, and he gets fucking pissed off. That's awesome. And he's like, and he starts kidnapping the toast delivery men, and then just more <laughs> delivery men come. And <laughs> that's <laughs> it's, awesome. It's, it's a great um, idea. No, nah, it's pretty funny. It's actually it's pretty funny, and there's a lot of zombie references in it too. It's like. Um, uh, fuck! I forget what the toast delivery company is called, but it's a play on a zombie film title. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a funny little thing. I wonder if like his influence is just missing here. I wonder if all like the I think so. Of- and he he's also here's a little fun fact. Ryan McHenry is very famous for one thing. He is the guy. You're gonna your minds are gonna be blown. He is the guy who created the Ryan Gosling won't eat his cereal vines. Whoa. Wow. This is the guy. Wow, really? It's on his YouTube channel still, the original wow. vines. Wow. And apparently when Ryan McHenry died in 2015, Ryan Gosling created a vine channel and made the fr- one vine of him eating cereal and then saluting. Is that, that what was it? Was? it? Oh, I do remember that. I yeah, t- yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember exactly this that. Is, I was like, right. why is, is he that doing guy? that? I didn't get it. And oh, wow. That's amazing. This is that guy. Yeah. Oh, man. So like this was like a guy who like, you know, I mean, that kind of influence. I think people people knew him and people knew he was creative. And you kind of do see like maybe he was up and coming. Like, where would he be today yeah, with like a nice Instagram handle. reels? Yeah. What would he be doing if okay. he was still on YouTube? 
This, you know, that this actually taps into one of my existential crises, which I don't have many. If you can believe it, uh, did you listen to Two Cents? I, yes, I did. You fucking <laughs> lunatics. Anyway, you're, you guys are insane. That <laughs> podcast needs to be burned. Goddamn morons over here. I mean, but anyway, um, I, I podcast is the fucking tape and evil dead, dude. But I really okay. wish Rob could learn to just yes and though. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I, 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 I realize like, like, because you're, you're. You, you've said in the past, like, you're afraid of, like, the artists that are going to be after you die, right? Like, that that idea kind of bothers you. Like, all this great stuff that I'm yeah. going to miss out on. Yeah, right. So, it's like, I don't really care because I don't know what that's... I'm not going to have any possible perspective on that. So, it's like, why should I care? Yeah. But one of the things that really bothers me are the people living alongside me now that aren't going to... That are probably really amazing and really lucky that just don't have the luck or die too early right. to become something amazing and that freaks me out oh, i yeah. hate that 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 really bothers it's a me. daily occurrence yes yes exact exactly i mean yeah it's happening constantly all happens the time. all around you probably yeah people that you wouldn't necessarily yeah, suspect ma- to be so great how many unpublished manuscripts are sitting mm. on hard drives that could forget be- it yeah exactly. forget that yeah. like how many fucking hemingways have never written anything before that are could, sure. could be better than Hemingway. You know, like how many people that have not even thought to become a writer? That's what I'm talking about. You know, the best director on the planet probably has has seen like 20 movies in his life. Yes. yes. Is, you know, like that that's the shit. It's yeah, it's I, not only that they die early like that bot like Prince dying early bothered me. Norm yeah. Macdonald dying early bothered me because I thought they had something left to give, but like at least they gave me all the stuff that they that gave they me. Yeah, there are so many people out there that the passion will never even be tapped. Mm-hmm. Like they don't yeah. even know that it's there. Exactly. That is. Oh my god. That's so much horrifying. worse to me, dude. That's yeah. so much because it's tangible. It's right there. Yeah. Uh, it's incredibly sad. It's, yeah. The stories like that are just like fuck cancer, dude. Like it's incredibly <laughs> sad. Yep. It's awful. Um. Yep. Uh. And he's like, he's our age. He was our age when he died. Like think about that. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. How many? It's really Ryan Gosling finds have you made? <laughs> um anyway it's really really tragic yeah made a few points, um yeah. the more i dug into this guy in particular the just like sadder i was yeah. yeah yeah that's too bad uh let's let's talk about more of the things influences uh and in the apocalypse the the thing i thought of i'm not a fan of the show but i have seen the episode um the thing i thought of while watching this is the buffy the vampire slayer uh, one yes. more time with feeling episode. Buffy Buffy was a major influence, as stated by the other writer. Yeah, um, that was kind of I thought the tone that they were going for here. I think part of the problem is that show earned all of the character stuff in that episode, and I, I think was able to combine the drama with the spectacle of a musical and the spectacle of a horror show. Uh, that's one of the great TV episodes ever. Like, it's a real like boundary pushing hour. Um, well, and how many TV shows? I don't know. I don't know if it was the first, but how many TV shows since have done like a musical episode for no yeah, good sure. reason? Yeah, there, there, there's been a bunch. There's been a whole right. lot. Exactly. Yeah. Like Scrubs and <laughs> yes. Uh, did the Office do one? I don't the know. The Boys did one recently. Yeah, yeah the Boys yeah. did one. You're right. You're totally fucking right. Yeah. 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 Crazy. It's like uh, it's a thing now. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. Did, did did you think about the same thing, Nick, when you were watching it? I know you're a Buffy yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. And um, I can actually tell you specifically what was the first influence for the 2011 zombie musical, mm-hmm. which was um, specifically Ryan McHenry was watching High School Musical when it had yeah. come out that makes sense. and said, 
God, I hate this. I wish a bunch of zombies just came out and fucking ate him in the face. <laughs> that's literally like word uh, for word. That's so frustrating. I love that idea, though. Right. I, There's I, a scene right. of some I good love, shit I love there. that idea, but that's just not what the movie is, you know? It's really not what the movie is. Well, that's is. not what this is. No, this no, movie I know, I know. Has, and, and ultimately, I, one of my notes here, too, is this movie is a derivative of a derivative of a derivative. Yeah. Like, it's just so many inside bits layered on top of each other that it ceases to have any meaning at all. Yeah, well, hearing the backstory, it, it, it's sad. It makes me... I guess appreciate the fact that that it it got made in a sense, but it's also more cynical yeah. in a sense, and that's almost more sad. Like this is sort of a I don't know, may, many ways, kind of a bastardization of probably what the guy originally intended. Well, the guy, the guy, the the other, the guy who finished the script was one of the people involved in the first rendition of the original as well. Okay. Like he he was one of the OG guys. Um, I think that it's just the nature of getting more people involved and money being involved. Things kind of have to change, right? You have a different director who has a completely different influence coming into it. Whole set of a whole cast, you know, and you have to wrangle them and use them correctly. And that's not always the easiest thing to do. And then also you got to fill 90 minutes. Yeah. Sometimes not all great ideas are great movies. Uh Right. You know, and sometimes not all great shorts are great movies. Um, But maybe it's a good movie. Maybe there's a good movie in here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Listen, uh, uh, not every short is going to be whiplash, you know, or it gets better the more story they put onto it. Um, You know, I I, like think about some of those Pixar shorts. Like, would those things work if they were stretched into 90 minutes? You know, does that is that thing? Yeah. You know, is uh, the one with the the guy playing chess on the moon? Is that a fucking? Well, I'll give you I'll give you the example um, is up in my opinion, is a Disney short or Pixar short that went too long. Oh, that's a take. Because I actually don't think, I don't like Up. I don't think it's a good movie. I, I think that Up. the first 15 <laughs> minutes Up. of Up is some of the best shit I've ever seen. Transcendent. And then the rest fucking movie. sucks, in my opinion. Yeah, it's another one. I, there's a lot of movies. I need to I need to create a list of these kinds of movies that have a really strong first f- 15 minutes, and then you completely forget the rest of the movie. And that's well, that's one of the best examples, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, because Up yeah. could have just ended with him putting the balloons in his house flying away, and that's sure. it. Like, you get it. Like You get the I, point. I, I, I don't dislike Up. I think it's fine. I, I like yeah, it's Up. Fine. But, uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm actually think I'm more on your side on this one, Nick, honestly. Yeah, yeah I, th- I, think, I think you're on to something there. Uh, you're right. It never matches the first five minutes. No. and that's yeah. It can't. I think the rest is just fine, though. Yes. I think the rest is pretty good, too. Yeah. I'm fascinated by those shorts that are like five minutes long, uh, and they somehow like mine like a, like a really like like popular movie for like it's sort of an ephemeral moment. But like when Lights Out came out, mm-hmm. and then that guy goes on to have like this awesome little like profitable career, David F. Sandberg, and he does like the Shazam movies. He did like a really good sequel to the Annabelle movies, which normally suck, but his one his was good. And his his short is just the simplest idea. And it's terrifying, but like, but you know, I could have made that movie. It's one of those great, like, inspirational moments. I love it. But yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, kind of a shame. You guys are making me not like this movie, and that's too bad because I enjoyed it as I was watching yeah. it. I, 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 I don't know. I didn't, I didn't hate it. That's the thing. I, I actually thought, as far as a coming of age story, that kind of vibe, like, it wasn't bad. I just. I don't know. Oh, the the problem with a lot of things that I watch, I find, and I, and also, 
I could totally see myself being guilty of this, like so much is uh, doing too much and not committing enough to any of those ideas. Mm-hmm. Oh, Stretching yeah. yourself I mean, too thin. Of course. And that's ultimately, I think, the problem with this movie is just it doesn't commit hard enough to being a musical. It there's I mean, frankly, there's a lot of exposition between songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, there's yeah. moments in this movie where you forget you're watching a musical and then it's a musical suddenly and you're like, oh, right. This is a musical that I watch. Like it but it, even then, you know, I want those scenes in between of these characters relating about their friendship and you know, I want those to be really really moving moments like where they're in the cart for example. You know, I I cuz I saw this That's a good scene. I saw the scene well, I don't know. I saw the scene happen. I'm like, "Oh, this is going to work." And Right, right. It just kind of ran flat for some reason. There's every scene that was supposed to really work on me was just kind of even and that was the most upsetting thing about it. Justice for our th- boy John, by the way, yeah. who's really the hero of this thing, dies in like the 45 minute mark. That, never gets yeah. the girl. If I'm giving the yeah. movie anything, that was the most like mo- moving thing about it. I was genuinely surprised that the movie actually did that. I'll give, mm. I, I will ballsy. give it that. That worked. Yeah, just yeah. lives and dies in the friend zone. <laughs> like Nico. Wow. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, uh, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think the Christmas of it all hurt this movie. I agree. A lot. Thank you. Thank you. I think the movie's infinitely better if there's no Christmas in this. What was the point? It's just one less <laughs> it's one less distraction. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. Uh, well, and we wouldn't be talking about it if it didn't have the Christmas in it. I agree. Yeah, no, you're yeah, honestly, yeah. I, okay, I think that by setting it during Christmas, you lower the this standard for how good the music needs to be. <laughs> So that's one kind of like you you can make really derivative Christmas music that audiences will give a pass on. No, but you could make a bad music musical as long as you set the tone that this music's not going to be good. Um, Okay, yeah. I mean, mean, like, don't try. Like, if the worst thing you can be when you're making a musical is that the music is just like fine or not great. It's so. But if it's like horrendously bad, like. And there's like a comedic element to that, like it's on purpose. You can work with that. You don't have to be some fantastic musician in order to make that work. But to Especially because this movie tries to be funny. Well, that's the other thing. Like, I just just not funny. Just yeah. not yeah. funny. Well, it's a zombie musical. Yeah, it, it sets itself up for failure too by like the premise itself is a comedy, but none of the jokes are gonna. Yeah. And there's too many warring elements there. I mean, like it, to me, and I mean, you guys might disagree with me. I know you didn't like the the music, but you might not have thought it was horrendously bad. But I kind of did. I really it was one of the every time they jumped into a song, I just wanted to like bury myself into the couch. It was. Just, I didn't think it was that. No, I didn't uh, think it was that bad. I thought I thought it was just fine, which in my opinion is worse. Yeah. It's, I thought the Hollywood ending song was fine. Ooh. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, I thought it was okay. No. Uh, <laughs> no. I actually liked the shooting of that as well, the choreography in the room itself, because they made that cafeteria feel a lot bigger, and they made it feel like there were a lot more people in there than it really was. Yeah, it's tough making a musical. That, I mean, that's part of the independent, the problem making it independently. I mean, obviously, like, okay, well, a couple things. N- number one, I think we talked about this in a podcast recently. You can't fake bad music. You just can't fake it. Like there's a lot of things you can fake in cinema, right? You, you can't fake a song being bad. The audience is going to hear the version of the song as it exists, and there's nothing you can do to make them enjoy it. Um, and so... You mean it, you can't fake a song being good? 
Yeah, you can't fake it. Right. Can't fake a song yeah, yeah, being yeah. good. So, okay. like, you know, like there's a lot of things you can fake in movies, right? Like, you can fake certain emotions. Um, you can uh, b- bring the music up and, and tilt the camera and change the lighting. And you can make someone feel sad, even if the moment isn't that sad. And you can make them laugh, even if the joke isn't that funny, just based on mm-hmm. how you cut it. Put a laugh mm-hmm. track underneath it. Uh, a song is a song. And you hear the song, you're going to like either like the song or hate the song. Um, so there's nowhere to hide. So if you don't have fucking Stephen Sondheim working on your music, uh, it's it's going to be tough. Well, and there's a reason there's like 10 people who do musical scores. Right. True. Yeah. Like, totally. <laughs> totally. It's not easy. Um, so that that's that's the first thing. Secondly, if you don't have a big flash mob, it's just not going to have that same... Uh, you know, big Broadway stage musical right. vibe. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a movie like uh, uh, what's the limit? Well, Miranda in the Heights. You know, yeah. th- that movie I, is, I think, pretty good. I don't think it's great, but I think it's pretty good. But at the very least, you're going to get a sense of spectacle out of it, just because there are hundreds and hundreds of people on the streets in New York City. Yeah. And yeah, it's just it's tough when there's only four people. In a classroom. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the the best you get is the cafeteria scene, really. But the rest of it is just kind of characters standing or walking as they sing, which, I mean, you can imagine, just not really what you... I mean, I don't go to a musical to have a character just stand. Not a lot of action. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's not... Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. thing about musicals is that they're very, very cinematic by nature. Mm-hmm. They always have been, and this doesn't really do that. It's strangely, it was, it was kind of, it was a very jarring experience for me. I'm just not used to that, and even it wasn't even a case of like, oh, it's just something new for me. I need to readjust. I'm like, no, I just don't think it's working. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, fair enough. I, I also think to change the subject a bit in regards to the Shaun of the Dead comparison. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you're right. It doesn't nail the Shaun of the Dead comedy. No. Also, doesn't really nail much of the Shaun of the Dead like tone. <laughs> it's a very cynical movie. It's a very bleak movie. There, um, Sean yeah. is pretty. Even even when his best friend's a zombie, they're still best friends. Right, like yeah, that's it's a movie about going opti- to the pub and very like optimistic. It's about sti- right. it's, it, it, it's about sticking close when everything's shit. Totally, like it is right, exactly right. It is the most optimistic version yeah. of a Shaun of the Dead movie, yeah. and it's about like you know passion, like uh, the the scene where they're throwing records at the zombies and yeah. selecting the certain records to hang on to and the other ones to discard of. Like you know that it's a movie about the love of art about the love of friendship about you know sharing a pint whereas you know this one it it has that you know stuff about teenagers obsessions with technology and social media there's that scene where they're like holy shit justin bieber's a zombie taylor swift's a zombie there are all these pop culture references that i think on first glance echo what's going on in Shaun of the dead but it doesn't have any of the sort of joy uh of that movie yeah um, so I think maybe the, it, it, it's a misreading of the Shaun of the Dead vibe. Yeah. But what is it focused yeah. on, though, is my only Because, I mean, a lot of it seems like maybe it's the teen, teen drama. I don't know, though, because even that... It doesn't it, seem to like any of these people, though. No, exactly. That's the problem. I'm like, I don't... Am I supposed to feel sorry for half these people? The yeah. only one I really feel sorry for is the friend zone guy, I guess. Right. It's the only scene that, like, really works. But everyone else was just kind of like a shrug. I mean, I should have felt really bad when her dad got bit. I didn't really care. Right. You know? Uh, no, didn't feel that bad during that. Um, uh, didn't care about the boyfriend at all. No. Didn't really care about Anna that much. 
Um, I was just thinking about that. Sorry to, to, to distract again, but like think about the difference between when Sean's mom gets bit. Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Oh, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Jeez yeah, Louise. Yeah. You never really feel the impact of it no. um, because, you know, in general, these are selfish characters that are, uh, you know, overly obsessed with power in the case of the principal or sort of vanity in the case of the teenagers. Yeah. Um, I, I did think there was that one interesting moment where one of the kids went back for his cell phone that he dropped. Mm. And I thought, okay, that's kind of, that's suggesting a smarter movie underneath the surface here. Like there is a, a Romero-esque social commentary going on in that scene where it's like, you know, we're willing to risk death. It's almost certain death in order to get that piece of plastic back. Um, but I'm not sure the movie quite knows what to do with those ideas. It really makes you think that if uh, if Ryan was still alive to direct this thing, how it would have turned out, right? Like, he might have been able to better identify those things that he was trying to say but weren't quite working the way he thought they would. Yeah. And yeah. pivot. Yeah. Well, he uh, whereas, you know, there is an element of we're going to get a professional director here who doesn't care about the project doesn't hate the project or anything he's not a bad person but doesn't have the same passion for the project and they're just going to kind of hit the notes yeah well that's yeah okay good that's a great way to put it because it's not his baby because there's lots of right. great ideas in there like like sprinkled throughout that are never like fully you know followed realized. through on or realized yeah it's like okay i see where that could have gone but then you just went on to the next plot point i mean i just love this is a very romero like detail i suppose is when uh this is something that could have been done in, in edgar wright's film or romero's film is when the zombies stop every Everything they're doing just to watch TV. Yes, great, great idea. Right, and 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 oh, very yeah. and satirical in a good way. And I was like, oh yeah, that that's a good like 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 jab at, at us as people, and I love that. But that's it, and that's really all you get. Yeah, there's, there's these very of, fleeting like, moments, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. it's not even it's not even clear to me that they intended for those moments to <laughs> land like they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I I yeah, that that is an interesting idea that that television is making us. Uh, these these brain dead creatures. <laughs> yep. Um, but I I don't know. It it's not present throughout. I guess no. is what I'm trying to say. Because, yeah. like you said, Nick, it's it's so it's so uh, jumbled. This entire thing. There's so many disparate ideas and so many disparate genres that are coming to a clash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it feels like an early draft that wasn't quite fully fleshed out, thought through. Maybe it's uh, being young, these people being young and not having really made a full length movie before. Maybe it was a learning process that needed to happen during the filming or maybe it was just still too early of a draft to have the full realized concept. Well, is, you know, is this there's, is this a, a directorial debut? Because if it is, it's a it's a fair it's it's not a terrible directorial debut. Directorial I, debut from the director. I don't believe so. I don't think so. Oh, OK. Well, Let me check that real quick. Uh, John McPhail is the gentleman's name. Mm -hmm. Uh, he had done a number of features before that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were indies, but yeah, yeah. But... they brought him in though, sort of as the expert to sort uh, of fill the gap. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, um, okay. And also I think he's Scottish. Like all of these people are Scottish. So it is a fairly small community. Yeah. That they were I don't pulling from. I want to pick on this movie. I mean, it's a, it's a, you no, know, it a has a lot of heart. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And it has a lot of flaws but like they don't feel like 
cynical, intentionally bad, or like, um, like again, heartless. I guess it's not like a, it's definitely you can't say this movie's a cash grab or anything no, like that. No, no, no. You know, right. there's nothing. The the things that are bad are just kind of you know. Yeah, it just it, makes me feel. It makes me kind of feel just more sad than anything. Yeah, we're being, we're being, we're a little more uh, somber on really, this pod. We're a little I more know. serious on this. Uh, what, yeah. what the hell, man? <laughs> we we are. <laughs> What's no, happening but, on this website this week? <laughs> no, but I, but, but I agree with you. There, there is this great, like hearing that story. It's like, oh shit! It's not just what could have been, and the studio fucked with this, and you got a heartbroken filmmaker. No, you got a dead filmmaker, right. <laughs> That wasn't able to make the thing that he wanted to make. That's even worse. Yeah. Uh, boy, you know, and for like, you know, I think he was on like draft five oh, wow. when he passed and this movie was made around draft 20. Right. Holy shit. So like if you, if that puts it into perspective. Yeah, that's too many drafts. And like also <laughs> that's now you have, many but drafts. now you have somebody who's finishing up those drafts because they used to go back and forth. Right. Oh my God. And, uh, but like also think about this, right? Like it just, I want, I want you to put yourself in the other guy's shoes, right? Your friend dies and you're trying to finish his project. How do you strike out that joke from the script that your yeah. friend wrote? You know what I mean? Like, how do you point. do that? You got to keep that in there because it's their words. <laughs> kind of like uh, Spielberg's conundrum on the set of AI. <laughs> yeah, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Stanley's, <laughs> Stanley's vision, Adam. How do you know, Nico? Because he said so. He told me. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I know But you're being a sarcastic fuck. <laughs> 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 is this, are you are you pouring salt in an old wound? Yes, he is. AI is all right. I did. I think I put it in the D tier. Actually, AI is it's it's fine. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, I don't even hate it. Spielberg's lying about <laughs> Kubrick <laughs> wanting any of that in his movie. It's not a Kubrick movie in any way, shape, or form. But how do you know, Nico? You don't I, I don't think that Stanley just fucking woke up one morning is like, you know what? Let's make a happy ending for a change <laughs> at age 80 or whatever he was when he passed away. But Spielberg's a very a year after <laughs> eyes wide shut. There's no fucking way. Spielberg's a very trustworthy <laughs> fellow. <laughs> There's no way. He was just like, yeah, this is a cute kid. <laughs> and let's, they all live um, happily ever after. But it's a Pinocchio story. I don't know. <laughs> Let, let's ask this fundamental question, though. Like, would you recommend this movie to someone else? Uh, Depends on the person. Because yeah. I wouldn't not recommend it. I don't think it's, like, that bad. I think there's something to it. I don't know. I give it And it's unique. Two buckets of popcorn. Out of five? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever... Had two buckets of popcorn. In one I think movie. it's. I think it's fine. I think it's good. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think I liked it more than you, but I, you two have convinced me not to. And that <laughs> that's the worst. Yeah. Oh god. All right, that's a podcast. Uh, happy Christmas. <laughs> we'll be back next week with. I don't know. But it'll be good. Uh, let's see. Let's sure approach the it'll be list. Good. Well, this was my suggestion, so you guys can have a ball. So, Well, listen, we do need to cover, before the season is over, mm. the Santa Claus TV series. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We need to we re-enter have, uh, the world of, what is it, John Calvin? Is that his name? <gasps> I forget Tim Allen's name. And, well, it's got to be a JC of some kind. 
Uh, oh, no, it's right. Scott Calvin. It's Scott SC. Calvin. There you go. Or Scott, Scott Calvin. Calvin. Scott, of course. How could I forget? SC, my bad. My bad. Uh, um, Scott Calvin. We talked possibly Deck the Halls, Home Sweet Home Alone, the oh, yeah. 2020. I, I think we should do the HBO Max A Christmas Story Christmas. I think we should <laughs> consider doing that because it's new. You want to do that thing? I don't really like the first one. I don't like the first one either. I I like it okay. You mean I, the classic? I think yeah. it's a bit overrated. Yeah, the the Christmas great. classic, a Christmas story, yeah, the one yeah, that is beloved over- by everyone in America. Sorry. I think it's like the "Don't Stop Believing" of fucking so- <laughs> movies. I don't like that movie either. I'm just shocked that we all share this opinion. Yeah, are we all gonna talk shit? About- I don't know. I think it's because fine. like this is like one of the most okay. beloved Christmas movies ever. It's on. Every year from November through January. Yeah, I think nonstop. it's one of the most played Christmas movies ever. Yeah. I'm not sure if I would say it's the most beloved. I don't know. How many people you talk to are like, my favorite song ever is Living on a Prayer? <sighs> Nobody. Oh, bon Jovi sells out, baby. I know. No, I know. But... <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not like people aren't listening. And I guarantee you, people are watching a Christmas story every year. I mean, I, on I'm one of those people. but. Uh... <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. We can why talk. are you watch? I mean, you watch the Jets and you read the, you read the. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey! Don't fucking talk shit about the New York Jets. And you read the Wikipedia pages for uh, <laughs> the low key, pretty the good New day. York Jets. Did never <laughs> felt better after a loss than the other day. What? <laughs> We're good, man. We're. I mean, we lost, but we didn't lose that much. That's good. All right. Yeah. Happy for you. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right, that's so, it. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be back next week with something. We got some things down the pipeline. Yeah, uh, we'll do that. And uh, no gifts this year, right? No. We're we're eliminating that bit too. Yeah, we're eliminating all bits. No more bits on this that's- show, man. <laughs> we're bit free, except only for bobs. The- <laughs> only bobs now. Ah, I love it. Are we doing another draft? Are we oh, doing yeah. that yes, the Christmas got, season? Let's not let's not blow our load on that yeah. though. We have we have a topic picked out. Are you happy December? with my idea for the draft? You I like am that very, draft? Very much though. Wow. Okay. Are we doing it in December or? Uh... Yeah, I'm ready to do it next week if you want. He's excited. This All right. Is a, this one's a big one, guys. It's a big one. It's a big one. This, this one. This <laughs> one might be, be like ten <laughs> names deep. Could be the biggest. <laughs> These are going to be deep rosters. I was not prepared for this one. <laughs> yeah, I I almost feel like. I don't know. We'll we'll try to make a master list, but this also might be one of the most contentious ones because I, I could see there being a lot of uh, vetoing. Well, right. We haven't done that yet, though, have we? Yeah, we no. To- but this, there's a lot more argument to be, to be made now on this. Yeah, because who know. goes first? Let's just say it now. Let's just tease. You want to say? Cares? Okay. Yeah, uh, we're doing a bald draft. <laughs> <laughs> bald characters, Jerry. Bald, bald. bald. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's a lot of arguments. People. Like, if I pick uh, the bald eagle, right? Right. I think that's okay. I think the bald eagle's definitely bald. You gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta, All right, you're counting that. Of course. Yes. All right. Now, I, I thought you meant like in terms of where the headline, the hairline is. Yeah. No. Yeah. How about a Dan, like a Danny DeVito? who has got like that's that bald. side thing going on. No. No, I think that's that's got to be bald. That's yeah. a bald guy. I think George yeah, Costanza's okay. got to be bald. I yes. think we need to maybe. We we need to pick the line. We have to identify an a, an adult male who well, does not count. Right. That, right. And just and find that find that line. Donald Trump. Does Donald Trump count? That's uh, debatable. No, Donald Trump has a no. Absolutely <laughs> not. Luscious head of hair. Oh, I wouldn't some, say some, that. Some claim it's a toupee. <laughs> Many claim it's a toupee. <laughs> yeah, That's I'm my not. Question. I won't give you Trump, but. <laughs> Yeah, I what don't if know. You, uh, like, what if what if what if they used to be bald and then they used like Rogaine? 
or whatever. They, they used grew to back. be bald. Yeah, then they <coughs> they abandoned the club, man. Oh. So they're not bald anymore. Yeah, they're disloyal. They're Benedict Arnold's. <laughs> they're, <laughs> disloyal. they're disloyal. Yeah, to you the can't bald fucking. Community. Yeah, I, exactly. Mm. You can't be claiming that you're a bald guy after you got Rogaine. <laughs> no way. Right, what if your hair's thin? Thin, but not bald. Mm. See, these are the important questions. You know what I mean? Like, like Homer Simpson, for example. Is Homer Simpson bald? Yeah, I'd say so. He's got a little tough, bit of hair right? on top. Yeah. Kinda I think tough. Gollum is considered bald, though. He's little strands of hair, though. Like, Jason's bald, too. Also little strands of hair sometimes. Uh, see, I don't count, though, like, if they if they were charred. In a fire or like anything like that. I think you need to naturally bald. Naturally bald? I think so. Well. I, I don't I don't think like, yeah. If and like, this is not like you were once bald. Like, like for example, Walter White can count, but Brian Cranston doesn't count. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because like he yeah, did that for chemo, a while. Does that count though? <laughs> Jesus. Nope. If you get chemotherapy, not who, chemotherapy. Oh, if you chemotherapy? undergo chemo. Man, that's... That's a a tough I'll You know what I think we'll allow it Because if you pick somebody Who (laughs) is bald Because they had chemo I think you're gonna lose (laughs) Because that's fucked up Oh yeah So I'll allow it Because it's a bad choice These are the important (laughs) questions Sound off in the discord And let us know What we ought to do About this bald draft If you have any suggestions For us Because I also said Vader Darth Vader He's a tough See that doesn't Fucking count I push back against that He's he's charred He's charred In Revenge of the Sith but I I push back on it. By Return of the Jedi, he likely was going bald anyway. That's what I'm saying. You're talking about the original Return of the Jedi cut where they show the original Vader ghost and he was bald. You know what though, Adam? End? There's there's a spirit to it. Like yes. That's right. It has to the spirit. I mean, we can of, really get into it. I'm talking about when fucking Luke takes off the mask and we see a yeah, white bald. Yeah, but he's disfigured. Old, but, but Adam, yes. is he somebody that like when you think of a bald person, you don't think of Vader? I think that's of Vader. like it's not in the spirit that, of the game. That, that shiny is the original top. Vader ghost bald? I don't remember. Now. I don't remember if the ghost. I feel I don't like think he so. had hair. I think he did have a little. He was receding hair. That's yeah. So maybe that that ghost was not bald. But yeah, the disfigured Vader certainly was bald. Nope, not at all. Not bald. All right, all right so that don't count then. But what about the disfigured Vader? The Vader. Not that that's not Vader. That's Anakin Skywalker. Come on. I yeah, I don't think burned off hair counts. Okay. I don't think not hair sure that is counts either. That is cut against your will count. I don't think mm. shaving your head that I don't think that counts if you just shave your head. You don't think so? Yeah, maybe it does. I don't know. Is Bruce Willis bald? Yeah. No, like if you go out of your way, if bald is your hairstyle, you are in the club. You're committing. So if a character commits to that, like like Furiosa, that feels like cultural that, yeah. appropriation to me. Nick, I don't know. <laughs> oh, what? That don't sound right. <laughs> you could just claim baldness by shaving. Yeah, your head. of course you can. Well, by technicality. Okay. <laughs> Nico doesn't like that. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that rule. <laughs> well, th- listen. These, this you're is telling the, me these like, are the questions. This we is need the discourse ask. that you have to look forward to <laughs> on the next podcast. Oh man, you're a fool. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Love ya. Show's over now. Bye. Oh, yeah.